Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. and John didn't back down in the face of the threats and the intimidation. Instead, Peter stood up, confronted the council, rebuked them all publicly. But this whole thing kind of begs the question, with everything that we're dealing with in our world right now, and especially here in the United States, I mean, where's the line? You know, where's the line between necessary submission to authority and righteous disobedience? What will glorify God in this current situation? That's a question we should all ask as we face hard choices in life. As Pastor Robert discusses in his message today, knowing when to submit to other authorities and when to make a stand is key. In his study, we'll see how the Lord provides courage and discernment. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 4 as he continues his message, Obey God, Not Man. The potential pitfall of so-called higher education. It's not that the education is a bad thing, But if it results in pride, if it results in self-reliance, that's a trap. The second thing I want you to notice from this passage is a conclusion that the chief priests reached. You see, they came to the conclusion, we got to shut these people up. We need to silence these men. Why? Because they were preaching the resurrection. And please don't miss the fact that this is not, it was not, merely a philosophical disagreement. This wasn't just some difference in belief systems. This was a critical power play by a group of very sharp political leaders, these priests This was political. They understood that the resurrection of Jesus Christ, resurrection period, changes everything. Changes everything. In Hebrews chapter 2, and I'm going to change it up a little bit here. I'm going to read this to you from the Christian Standard Version, just because I like the way it it worded it. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 through 18 say, now since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these, so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. 
For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers in every way so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For since he himself was tested and has suffered, he is able to help those who are tested. In other words, because of the resurrection, you and I don't need to fear death. Now, this is a big, big, big deal. Because, see, what I find is that most Christians still do fear death, that is. Still live in that slavery, still live in that bondage. And, and, and there's this fear of death. Right now, right now, there are thousands of believers who are staying at home, in many cases unnecessarily, not in all cases, okay, don't hear, don't hear what I'm not saying, but there are many right now living in slavery to this fear of death, and that's the reason that, that they're staying home. It's, it's not because the Holy Spirit has, has led them to and they have a conviction from God that, that you know, we need to stay isolated. It's not a matter of prudence. It's not that they, they have a compromised immune system or, or that they're battling cancer, this other sickness. Listen, we had somebody in church a few weeks ago that has advanced cancer and made the decision, I need fellowship with other believers. I'm going to take the risk. People living in fear of death. And because of the resurrection, we don't need to fear death, nor do we need a human priesthood. And this is so big, man. We don't, the Bible tells us there's one mediator between God and man, the man Jesus Christ. No mention of Mary in there being a mediator. You don't need Mary to pray for you. You don't need the saints in heaven to pray for you. And you don't need a priest on earth. So many times people come, it's like they think the pastor somehow has a closer relationship, a more direct connect with God. It's not true. Our great high priest has taken our place and received our punishment, and he sets us free to boldly go before the throne of God directly. You do it yourself. Jesus makes you a child of God and provides you access to the Father through his Spirit who lives within you. Now, the third thing to notice here is the reply of Peter and John to the threats. Verse 19, Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to God, you judge. For we cannot but speak the things which we've seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, since they all glorified God for what had been done. For the man was over 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. Now notice this, they were glorifying God for the healing. Not Peter, not John. God was getting the glory in this situation. But Peter and John didn't back down in the face of the threats and the intimidation. Instead, Peter stood up, confronted the council, rebuked them all publicly. But this whole thing kind of begs the question, with everything that we're dealing with in our world right now, and especially here in the United States, I mean, where's the line? You know, where's the line between necessary submission to authority and righteous disobedience? And I believe the answer to the question is the glory of God. What, 
What is it that's going to glorify God in this situation? We need discernment to understand whether God will be glorified in our submission to the governing authorities or in our refusal to submit. Which is it going to be? God, which is it? You know, Peter kind of threw it back on them. He's like, listen, whether or not it's whether or not we should listen to you, and, and the idea being, you know, be in submission to you rather than God, you gonna you judge. You, you're gonna have to judge that for yourself. But you need to know we're not gonna be quiet. We can't. Now, this is a tricky dilemma. It's easily perverted. And I see it many times right now, I think, in my opinion, being twisted, being a little bit convoluted because the mind of the flesh is corrupted by sin. We have this treasure, the Bible says, in earthen vessels. Our natural human pride and and self-interest tend to get in the way of our discernment. It can cloud our judgment sometimes. So we need to rely upon the mind of Christ. You know, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. Present tense, right now. We have the mind of Christ. The idea being that we have access. We're told very clearly in the Bible, Romans 13, Titus chapter 3, Hebrews chapter 5, that we have a spiritual obligation to God to obey the authorities that God has established. So why did Peter refuse to submit to the chief priest? Well, because they overstepped their God-given authority. They gave an unlawful order, if you will. They commanded Peter and John to stop doing exactly what Jesus had commanded them and us to do. Mark 16 15 and 16, Jesus said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305 531 
01800-222-2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.